You're listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. Now, here is LA Nick and Hesley Ray. Minneapolis 911, what's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. Welcome back to another episode of Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my comic co-host, Hesley Ray. How are you doing today? I'm not doing bad. Good. I'm doing good. You know, I'm so excited today because we have these lively topics, and you you even seemed a little reticent about well, talking I wanna, about Well, I want to remind everybody, we do this show because we love Minneapolis. We do. And we want to make Minneapolis a better city. And, 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 and a lot of people in Minneapolis... They just don't want to talk about the problems of Minneapolis. Well, I don't know why. Certain. That's why. We, we'd like to but, you know, but, keep but, things but, under the rug. But denial solves nothing. You, you have to talk about it to fix it. So let's talk about our first topic so, for today. So I tell people about this thing, and they go, oh, that's, that's bull crap. That doesn't exist. Or, or, or I hear, they're, they're firecrackers. So the city has spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on a system that is actually a nationwide system. It's in a lot of, it's in, it's on, in, I think, almost every major city in America, and it's called Shot Spotter. Wow. Okay. And, and it's a sensor on just about every telephone pole or every pole throughout the city of Minneapolis, and it's 99 point something percent accurate just for gunfire not for a car backfire not for firecracker but for a gun fire really it's a very accurate system so the city records this information and they put the information out every six days but they have it buried so far down in their city of minneapolis.org's website that you will never find it so i'm going to tell you how to find it just go to google no, I, I would say go to your website, well, right? But, but You're going to put I'm, it up I'm, there. I am going to put it on my website eventually. But if you want to look at it like right this second, you can go to Google and just Google Minneapolis, Shot Spotter Minneapolis. And then okay. you still have to scroll down. And it shows you every six days. And click on any date, and it'll show you a map of the gunfire. And the gunfires are in red, and the blue stars are bodies. Ah. Now, if you look at it, you'll go, this can't be true. Right away, you'll you'll be in denial, and because it, it, it literally looks like you're in some war torn country. What if Google was down? How would I find it through your website? What is Just your website? Go, my website's mayorofminneapolis.com, and scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see the, the police live dispatch, and it's going to be right under that. It's going to say okay. shot spotter. And, and you can click on any. And, and the warmer the weather gets, the more gunfire there is. Really? So you've been on this every six days because... You're a I've been on it for three years. And you've done it for three years. For three years, and I've been looking at you're it. Saying, Study, I've been studying it. Okay, so where where are we seeing the so, largest so three, issue? Three years ago, it was always just focused, and it looked like somebody shot a, a shotgun splatter of red dots in North Minneapolis. So red just means shots fired. And we don't know if Report, there was a body. A, a, okay. a, shot, a shot spotter activator went off or, or a red dot with a black dot in the center means somebody called 911 saying shots fired. Okay. But, and then the blue stars are bodies. Oh. And that body doesn't mean dead. Body just means somebody's there with a bullet in them. So, so 
for the first couple of years, it was just in North Minneapolis. Now you look at the map, it is spread. Really? Absolutely. And it's spreading, it's spreading quickly. And I've noticed we have, and, and especially if you look, if you look, go back to last July, downtown was bad. There was like eight blue stars downtown. It was one of our worst months in years downtown mm-hmm. Minneapolis. We had like eight people shot downtown. And, I do remember that, yes. And, and, and I mean, we had that 32 shots fired on 5th and Hennepin. 32 shots fired in one mm-hmm. shooting. I mean, that's a lot of shots. So I don't know how to fix the problem. It, it is a gang-related problem, obviously, because, I mean, do you go around shooting people? Do you know Sometimes. What, do you, I mean, if I'm mad, if I mean, it's that time of the month. And, and I want to know where these people are even getting the, all these guns. Okay, so I have to ask you, you've, you've come out and said uh, to me privately that you are a Republican. I have to imagine that you believe in the Second Amendment right. What is your opinion on gun control? I think if it was up to me, I would I would have everybody be carrying a gun. <laughs> what? I okay, would. that seems so opposite from what you're telling me right now. So you think that to to fix the issue of people getting shot is to give everyone a gun so that like we're all afraid like well if you whip out well, yours, I tell you what, I tell you what, some from sixteen year old punk that thinks he's going to come up and rob you with a gun and and. And it's it's known that everybody has a gun. Guess what he's not going to do? He's not going to come and rob me with a gun because I'm going to shoot him. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just I'm worried like people like me carrying a gun. I think I would accidentally shoot myself. You know, like sure, I don't I don't I'm think pretty, that I I'm pretty sure <laughs> that you qualified would. I'm pretty at sure all. that you would shoot yourself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I would yeah. accidentally and, and if somebody you, and, was trying to rob me. And or, people people, yeah. re, people got to remember if you do get a carry permit, you can't drink alcohol at all. Oh man, see, I'm already you, out. You, right there, you're going. If you get if you have a carry permit, and you have a gun and you're drunk, you're going to jail. And if you shot somebody, you're going to go. I mean, you're done. It's murder. Man. So. You have to be sober, but I, I... This sucks. But I want to know where all these illegal guns are coming from. And I know there was a big thing in Minneapolis. I don't know when it happened, but I do remember reading a story about Delta. The Delta... Airlines? Delta, Delta Airlines in Minneapolis. They had some baggage claimers here <laughs> in Minneapolis at the Minneapolis International Airport that were gun running. And they were putting guns on planes, sending them all over the country. And... Delta, why would you do that? But how do you do that? But how do you do how? that? Oh, yeah. And, 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 and that got me thinking, well, how are they? How are these baggage claimers getting boxes of guns into the airport? So I did a little homework. Oh, do LA you, Nick doing homework. Do you, know there's, no, be do you know there's no security into the back door of workers into, into Minneapolis airport? That's really good to know. There's uh, nothing. There's no screening or nothing. I feel no, you don't really, walk through no metal detector. You don't walk through nothing. I feel like you're telling everyone the wrong secrets right now. <laughs> but is that ridiculous or what? The, everybody who works at, at International Airport in Minneapolis just goes into a back gate with no security. Zero. Really? Really. I tried to walk in in the back door once, but I was drunk, and they, they hauled me away. Well, they haul you away anyway. You yeah. <laughs> I go but, in but any door and they haul I'm me away. I'm just shocked, and, 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 I, and now I've been told that's most airports in America. Really? Yes. We have no back door security in, in, for workers. If you work at an airport and you're a baggage claimer or a maintenance guy or a food caterer or anybody working at the back end in the runways— 
There's people that are working the run, the back, you know, where the planes are. They don't go through any kind of security. Wow, really? Really. That's and, surprising. And, and, and the reason why is because they're the, the, in the beginning because they're not around large groups of people. Okay. So they're, the, the, you know, but but they feel like the risk is minimal. Right. I they feel call like what they call them soft zones. Really soft zones. dirty sounding though. Like we don't have any backdoor security. Well, Doesn't that sound kind of dirty? It is dirty. <laughs> Well, what, 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 I don't have any back doors. I, I don't have the answer to 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 our gun problem in Minneapolis, and 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 the Democrats that run the city of Minneapolis, you know, our city council is all Democrats. That's all they want to yell about: is gun, guns, 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 guns. That's all they want to talk about. But but they 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 don't want to talk about the twelve thousand violent assaults that happened this year in the city of Minneapolis right. that were non-gun related or the over 500 rapes this yeah. year that were non-gun related. So they only want to talk about guns. So I think shot spotters great tool for the police department. They they can hear shot spotters and they can run to that spot and catch the catch the person with the gun. So what you're saying before we go to break is that everyone in Minneapolis should have a gun except for me. We're tied right now for number 10 most violent cities in America. That's a fact. Is that because you and I fight in the street? That's per population, um, per capita. I mean, per capita. We're the 10th highest per capita. We actually beat Philadelphia, which which blows my mind because I'm from Philadelphia, and I would think Philadelphia would just be way higher than us. But I don't know. I've never been to Philadelphia. I mean, have you ever had any problems on, on... you know, I I would say that I um, I stay away from downtown Minneapolis now after a certain hour, and so I haven't had any problems. I've had, I, I've had a few. Um, so so I would say you know, but the reason that I do stay away is because I have heard like, and and I've had friends who've been mugged. I have friends who've been, you know, like drugged at bars. I've been, you know, I've heard enough stories that I stay safe. But I'm an you I'm a what? mom That's, and I'm older. I've been so, here. I've been hearing more and more people getting drugged at bars. Yeah, and drinks. I mean, so a this lot. is also a problem. So so then I think, okay, and what's the purpose of that? Well, why are people doing that? Because they can't get it on their own. Like, you know, sometimes you need to drug someone. No, but I know guys have been getting drugged. Guys? Yes, I know a guy, guys who have been getting drugged at bars. From women? I don't know from who. <laughs> but they've <laughs> or been like drugged. other guys. They, they, put, they put like a, a napkin over their drink and use the restroom, come back and drink their drink, and then they're drugged. Sometimes I feel like people are lying, though, you know, and they just like drugged themselves. I don't know. Do you know the Nick Rod story? No, tell me. You don't? No, uh-uh, tell me. So Nick Rod, he's he's in he's incarcerated. He was at a bar, had one cocktail, didn't finish it, put a napkin over the drink, went to a bathroom, came back, drank the drink, and doesn't remember anything after the one drink at all. Woke up the next day in jail. What? Yep, and they said that that he went in somebody's house punched a guy in the face, and went to sleep in his bed. Don't you think he could be lying, though? Like, maybe he went into the bathroom and he was doing some of that, you know, like, something else on his own? I know. I personally know him. I you don't, know him? I personally... You, oh, you think I that he's telling the truth? I think he's telling the truth. Okay. Um, what, ma- what amazes me is it's the first offense, and he got... It charged him with... Unfortunately, they charged him with home invasion, which is a very... A charge you do not want to get in Minnesota. 
Is um, it a felony or oh, it's gross a, misdemeanor it's a or what? Serious felony. Oh, okay. You'll get less times killing somebody. Really? He got fi- he got five years in prison. Oh. And, and and so he's been in prison now for three years. And guess what? He still hasn't been in a prison. What what does that mean? He just keeps getting moved around from little city jails to city jail to city jail to city jail to county jail to city jail to county Why jail. Why is that? Because our prisons are full. Oh. So every month he gets moved to a new jail. So he has to, like, prove himself all over again and, and then make peace with a bunch of new uh, new boys. And they just keep moving him every month. So And that's another problem in Minnesota. Our jails are maxed. We are maxed. I mean maxed. And that's why we have a very low prosecution rate right now because we have nowhere to put you. We don't have anywhere to put you. And that's why they're decriminalizing all this stuff and giving ticketable offenses because there's nowhere to put You're you. You're listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. We'll be right back with more Minneapolis Listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. Now here is LA Nick and Hesley Ray. Have to check out that, that what's going on in the city. You have to be checking things out. You're the Minneapolis mayor at night, I've heard, and so yeah, you have to see what's going on. And you're yeah. kind you of know what's, you know what's funny. What you, know what's, you know what's funny? Almost every European country has a nighttime mayor. Really? Yeah, like, like a, a legit, a legit, a legit elected nighttime. nighttime mayor. They actually do. What the heck? I thought that I sent, I sent a whole you bunch were of, a legit nighttime mayor. Now I'm worried about well, where my tax money is you know, going. And, and I'll clear that up because I get a lot of crap for this. Like City Pages always bust my balls and says self, they're self, always trying to self, bust balls. self-proclaimed. I got that name from the Star Tribune, and it's funny because I have I have the hard copy. It was on the <laughs> I had the cover variety, and it said the the opening line said R.T. Ryback who L.A. next the real mayor of Minneapolis after dark, and that's where the name came from. And that's I didn't I didn't make it up. You were like really serious about this because you're pointing your finger at me. Well, I didn't say it. I'm not a writer. Well, people will say oh, self-proclaimed. I just self-proclaimed crap. So anyway, I uh. I don't know if you've seen this. Shakopee, which is not in Minneapolis, but it's close to us. And it, it's being affected by Minneapolis. Renaissance they now, Festival. They are now offering money to drug addicts to stay clean. I don't know if you've seen this. Shakopee, which is not in Minneapolis, but it's close to us. And it, it's being affected by Minneapolis. Renaissance they are now, Festival. They are now offering money to drug addicts to stay clean. What? Yes, they started a new program for meth and heroin, and uh, they'll give up to three thousand dollars to to get you clean. But wait, 
Doesn't that sort of like, like, wouldn't you just be clean for a little while, get the three grand, and then be like, well, hey, well, that's they're, lots they're, of money for more. No, no, they don't give you the cash. Oh, okay. They're using money seized in drug deals. So they're <laughs> and they're using it like they they put it into a trust fund for yeah, these people. Or yeah, like no, a, no, they put they they educational pay, fund. They, no, they pay for their rehab. Oh, for free, up to three thousand dollars. Got it. So okay. I think that's a great idea. That's actually brilliant. And I think and you know it's funny because it, all these cities are, are 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 telling their numbers of how many ODs they're having a week and a month. All over from 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 Fargo to to Wisconsin, except the city of Minneapolis, and and because and Minneapolis has way more than all of them, but Minneapolis won't say it because they won't say we even have drugs here. So well, we don't. Yeah, you know, there's no drugs in Minneapolis. We're so, the safest. I would love that program to be explored in Minneapolis. We seize tons of drug money. Where's it go? I have no idea. But I think that instead of putting people in prison for being drug addicts. Let's get them real rehab. Not no, not no ten day crap. You, you send them to a farm in Montana for for three months. Honestly, I do think that's brilliant. What happens though? Like, let's say it's a a parent, a single parent family. What happens to the children? Are well, they also the, taken care of in that situation? I, I I doubt there's probably enough funding. I mean, if you don't have any relatives that could take your child, then child welfare is going to have to take care of your child. Right. I mean, but you can't be an addict and take care of your child anyway. Um, I mean, if you're a heroin addict or a or fentanyl addict or you know a meth head, you're not taking care of your child like you're supposed That's to. That's true. Anyway. So yeah, that is. So I would true. love to see. I would love to explore that with with city. No, it's not even hard to. You mention any idea to the city government, they just pass the buck. They go, go talk to this person. And I just had that experience this week, by the way. Oh, do tell. Oh, I can't tell all. I can't tell, tell all. Tell me a little bit. I'll tell so, so I'm going to one person in city, in city government saying this has to be fixed. They go, well, that's not my department. Go to this person. I go to that person. They send me back to the same exact person. They just send me to that person. And and, and Are you meeting with them in person or are you on the phone? Uh, uh, well, I, I, I actually sent somebody at Somebody sent me a message on Facebook. Okay. And then I called that person, and we had a discussion. They said, well, talk to this person. I talked to that person, and they said, well, that's not my realm, so go talk to this person. That person said, go back talk to the same exact person that just told me to talk to them. So everybody's just kind of passing the buck. And it's about drugs. I'm, right now, my thing is drugs in, many, in downtown Memphis. Right. If, 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 if anybody is going to – I mean – Drug addicts are drug addicts, but drug and I don't think they should go to prison for being drug addicts. But they're committing violent crimes for their drugs, right. and that's putting them in prison. So you have to you have to understand the difference between that. They're not going to prison because they're a drug addict. They're going to prison because they just did an armed robbery to get money to get drugs. So keep that in mind that they're separate things. Drug addicts commit crimes, which send them to prison. So there's right. a difference between being just being. No, if you get caught with possession, I don't think you should go to prison. I think you should go to rehab. So but if you rob somebody, you should go to prison. You're talking about getting to the core, though, obviously, and fixing right. the core. The and core once is dope. You do that, the core is then dope. the crime stops. The core is dope. And not only does our does our city government not know how to play the game, they don't even know the rules of the game, because they don't. They don't even know the rules. They don't even know what dope. They don't even know what anything about dope. They don't know the dope game. They don't know the dope game. I didn't know there was a game. Is it fun? Hey, how are you? I just heard that you got back from Philadelphia. 
How was that? You know, I really, 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 really like Philadelphia. You, it sounds like you really, 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 I really like do. It. Center Tell City, me. Center City, Philadelphia is is it's really nice. It's just an amazing city. All right. You know, you know what? I, I I consider it a very grown up city. All right. So grown up, in the sense that it's like closer to a New York city. Or grown up in the sense that it's got history. I think I would compare. And... I would compare it to to. I wouldn't compare it to New York as much. Well, I would food wise. Food's amazing, but it, it's just people there are very super super friendly. Okay. Like 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 if you hear it's funny. It's it this I noticed this a lot. Like I would hear somebody ask one person, "Hey, do you know where 18th Street?" And everybody in the whole surrounding area would answer him. Oh, like, that's like, nice. Like, they hear nobody would in Minneapolis. Nobody would answer That's you. Nice, like, you know, I I like that mentality. I will see your accent changed a little bit since coming back. Do well, you, you kind of got a Philly like flavor to your I, voice? I really enjoy. Well, actually, my throat's gone because I I went out hard on Friday night. Oh, and uh, every those bar, Philly every, guys. I every swear bar, you. every bar in Philly is packed, jammed, and loud. And I had I just had a really good time there, and it's funny. I tell you, this is how Philly is. So, Saturday, please tell me, I'm dying. Fr- Friday morning, I had nothing to do, and I wanted to go. No to, one was inviting you to like posh parties. Well, not on Saturday, Friday morning. Oh, okay. Everybody was at work. I had a one thirty meeting at Comcast Towers, so I wanted to go see the state penitentiary. They of ha- course. No, no, no they <laughs> What ha- else would you do? No, they have a tour of the. It's a real old one. I forget what it's called. It's famous. It's, it was built back in like the 1800s, and it's Al Capone was there, and Al Capone's cell is still all perfect with all stuff in it. Really? So, so I would start walking. Like I seen it on, I found it on my phone, and I start walking that way. So I saw this guy, listen, in this big giant city plumbing, like for the city of Philadelphia, okay. plumbing truck. And I said, hey, how far is this state penitentiary museum? Can I walk there? Okay. He's like, it's pretty far. You walk there. Jump in. I'll give you a ride. So now I'm what? in this plumbing truck, and 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 he drove. He wanted to give you a ride, he and did. he trusted you. He did. This is okay. So, like, five things are bothering me right now. One is that you're up and about Friday morning, uh, and on your own in a city without Nancy guiding you. That's my first problem. Well, like, you're just by yourself, and that I scares to, me. I need to be guided. You need to be guided. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll secondly, agree, that. that, like, you got into a pl- <laughs> plumbing truck. I don't know. Do you mean plumber? Like, was it a plumber? No, it was a, it was a city of, Min- of Philadelphia. Oh, and he just, like, was, like, doing the gutters and stuff? And, and, like, it was doing plumbing. Okay, and then he gave you the ride to the penitentiary. And, and it was it was way it was it, it was like and it was like way out of his way. You know what? There it was, was no it, reason it for was him like to do that. It was like a 20-minute ride. <laughs> Literally a 20-minute ride. And knowing like how you look, I'm guessing you were dressed the exact same with your like Slayer I did, uniform I, no, with I had, all your jewelry. I, I actually and stuff. had this pentagram shirt on. <laughs> you had a pentagram shirt on. Mm-hmm. So this nice Philadelphia man just everybody's nice there. Here's what I'm wondering: Did he think that you belonged there, and he was giving you a ride back? <laughs> the penitentiary's <laughs> been closed for a very long time. So the kicker was when I, when I finished the tour, the second I walk out the front door of the building. Like the second, I was just about to. <laughs> I'm already I, I just I about know. to was hit hit my Uber app, and I hear somebody yell, "Hey, you long hair freak!" And I look oh. and I look up, and it's a childhood friend. Oh. 
from like like great like my childhood friend. It was your best and, friend. Uh, it, yeah, she was one of my best friends, and uh, he was actually he's actually an Uber driver. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and he took me back to my hotel for free, which was well, kind that's of nice. That was, but what's the chances of that? What's the odds of that? You know what? I think it was divine. No, the difference between Philadelphia and Minneapolis is we both have a tourist district. We both have an entertainment district. But the the, the problems in Philly stay in the problem neighborhoods. And this because the city government, city council, the mayor says, if you mess up, you if you screw with our tourist neighborhoods, like if you screw up around the Liberty Bell or Independence Hall or City Hall or uh, the Declaration of Independence and you screw with our tourists, we will hunt you down. And the fines are actually doubled. They're doubled. You know, what's interesting in is those that, areas. Yeah, I've seen that, too, when I've been in New York City, uh, same thing, where the guys with AK-47s are walking around in the tourist areas. Nobody messes with those areas. You can't. That's the money. That's where, you that's know, and the city council keeps it into different neighborhoods. Is the segregation the answer? Well, I don't think it's I, – I, I don't consider it segregation. They're not saying don't come here. They're just saying don't come here and have bad behavior. We're not saying – Keep d- your bad behavior at home. Yeah, keep your bad <laughs> behavior at home. Right. So I, I think that's very interesting, and, and I'm wondering um, because it has – it has seemed to work in places you're saying like Philadelphia. Come on, they're all the cities. They, City. they have more experience, and they they keep the tourist areas active with money and a lot of protection and extra fines. And I know that you know, I mean, like just in Minnesota, for example, like look at naive Minnesotan right here. If I drive through a construction zone and I'm speeding, I get fined right. extra. Yep. Yep. So I don't zone, do school that. Z- you know, zone. If, school zone, if you sell you... dope in a school zone. I try not to. I mean, sometimes it's impossible, though. And I think but... it should be if you sell dope in, in your in your entertainment district, you get extra charged. Right. And so what you're and what I've heard you say before is the city of Minneapolis is actually lessening charges. Absolutely. In our tourist oh, dis- way, district, way lessening. Okay. So and so actually, talk about actually, that. actually, there's. I don't know if you if you know uh, our police inspector for Fourth Precinct was suspended. I did not know that. Yeah, nobody's saying why. Nobody's saying why. Nobody knows why. They just saying he was. He's been suspended with pay. With okay. pay. All right. Um, and speaking. Well, at least he's got and, some and now, money. And the Star Tribune did a big story this weekend that 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 MPD has stood standing down and not doing their job. And. Do you think that's a result of the city council not backing them up, or do you think it's a result of? bad police behavior what I, do you think I, the reason is i think there's multiple reasons i think that the, the police department heads themselves are jacking up their own people if and here's an example let, let me give you an example here's the perfect example what does that mean okay let, let me tell you this okay. here's the perfect example uh there was there was a, a robbery or a shooting and the suspects fled in a black suv with tinted windows this happened this weekend an officer stopped a black suv with tinted windows in the vicinity of the robbery he pulled the person over. It happened to be a target executive. Oh. That officer was reprimanded. Yeah. Because so, but why? You know how much target puts into but, but, the But the guy was just doing his job. Somebody just committed a robbery. He saw the black SUV with tenant windows. He pulled it over. You know, so, so now, you know what they're doing now? Cops are like, you know what? We're not going to pull anybody over because we're just going to get in trouble. So, and, and it stems down, listen. No matter what anybody says, shit rolls downhill. It's coming from Betsy Hodges, and it's going down the chain. Our, our, our 
It's just the way it works. I feel like that's a bold statement, but you're but you're saying that you've heard that from cops themselves. I've saying, heard not. I've not only heard it from cops. I've heard it from city council members themselves. Uh, it's just the way it is. You know, I, you can come up with all kinds of conspiracy theories. I try to figure out why they're doing it, why they're letting some areas fail, why they're letting our black community fall down farther than they already are, and. There's conspiracy theories that people want that property. They want to develop. They want to develop it. They want to develop, you know, certain areas. They want it to crash and burn. They want they want the warehouse district to crash and burn so they can redevelop. Not the where like to where all the clubs are. They want that to crash and burn so they can redevelop it. So there, who knows? But all I know is every politician seems to keep getting richer and richer, and the city is getting worse and worse. So. In my opinion, so. But there is some, there is some good news about Minneapolis lately. Oh well, please tell me because so now I'm the, scared. The, the, like, new, the new farmers market at Government Center is a complete hit. Everybody loves it being right. there. All it's right, right I saw the, it's right in the heart of the business district, okay. and it's. I Nancy said she went Thursday. It was packed. People were buying produce, so I love the and the farmers market is awesome. So if you need fresh produce, Government Center, it's right in that big park there, and it's a hit there. I feel like we should go there and talk to people. We should. It's maybe it's, it's like a, it's. A, it, I'm glad they brought it back because you know it was on Nicolet. Nicolet's closed now for who knows. And how then they long. moved it to Hennepin Avenue down by. And Mayo. come on, nobody's and who, gonna who's going to go, gonna there? go there, no, and no gonna there and buy produce? You're going to go buy produce and crack. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I would say this, like I as a maybe maybe you and I on random Thursdays will be down at the farmers market meeting and greeting. We could do that so people could. Buy fresh produce, meet LA Nick, yeah, and we should go. There. You know, I could be standing around like some kind of random hooker or something. They, they have. I don't know if you ever been to farmers market. They have. I have. They, they have, have really good stuff. They yeah. really do. I was there with my divorce lawyer when it was. On. You're listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment. To the best of Minneapolis 911. Now, here is LA Nick and Hesley Ray. One with LA Nick and Hesley Ray. And we're going to listen to one of our featured 911 calls right now. Earlier, we were talking about Shot Spotter, um, which you can find on LA Nick's website, which we will link to uh, for you. Um, and we've got a 911 call that kind of relates to that. So let's listen to it. We're calling for your uh, where exactly did Shot Spotter pick up the rounds? Shot Spotter detected. 
So that gives the, the cops the exact spot where a shot was fired. So so they can be on scene within seconds. Okay. So it's the second a gunfire goes off, they know they have a board that says the gunfire just went off. And like I said, it's 99 point something percent accurate that it's not a firecracker. So this particular not a call backfire. was not somebody calling 911. They just found it on their... Shot Spider, that's so weird. I've never heard about that. It's in every city in America, just about. That's crazy. Any, all the big cities. I'm gonna have Philly to stop shooting my gun. <laughs> but it, it, it's a great tool. It show it shows, and you know what? It's amazing that how many times, if you listen to the police scanner and a shot spotter goes off, that they actually catch the person with the gun. Right, because I'm sure the person is not expecting them to be there within seconds. No. So that and is amazing. That's another yeah. thing too. The, 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 how uneducated the criminals actually are. Well, you said they dropped out in ninth grade, so, I mean. Not all. I mean, not all criminals dropped out in ninth grade, but. <laughs> well, I know that I, like, I. I stopped paying, te- I stopped paying attention after ninth grade, so. Yeah, I think I did, too. <laughs> yeah, I think most of us did. <laughs> um, it's sad. It is sad. I'll, I'm, I'm excited to play this next clip because I have a personal story. I to go with. I love personal stories. I actually have so. two four, two personal stories to go with this next oh, nine one one call. Great. Okay, let's listen to it. White Charlie Rav Four, Minnesota Plate Zero Four Nine, King Union Boy is outside on the corners putting bicycles into the back of the trunk. So that was a call about some people stealing bicycles. Have you ever had your bike stolen? No, I haven't, but I wish I did because my bike sucks. Hundreds. I mean, people people get their bike stolen in Minneapolis a lot. A okay. lot. So I moved here six years ago, and, you know, me and Nancy lived Has in- it only been six years? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it feels like so much longer. I like, know. I'm so tired of you. <laughs> Gee, thanks. I appreciate that. A lot of people are really tired of me. <laughs> Luckily, my girlfriend's not. Um, Nancy's a gem. Nancy is a gem. You know, we, uh, me, so we and Nancy, we first moved here. We were living in Loring Park. Okay. And we said, yeah, it's beautiful here. Let's go buy some bicycles. Mm-hmm. So I, she already had a bike. Okay. A, a man's, a boy's bike. So she gave me the boy's bike. How manly of her. And her dad had this old beat up girl's bike that we redid for her. Okay. Like, you know, sand it all down and fixed it all up. I put Aww. a basket on it. Aww. And I redid it all. So we're sitting. Did she ever put French bread and, like, uh, like a baguette and no, wine but she in would her look basket? Good like, she, she would look good like a Swiss girl. Or like yeah, German or like girl. French. Yeah. 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 I could imagine yeah, that. I can see her yeah. doing that. But anyway, we were living in Line, in Line Park at uh, the Idol building. Okay. And we had, like, a, our own little backyard fenced in with a gate. Sure. Like a high gate, you no? Know, right. Five foot high gate. And some so ste- as tall as you. And some steps. <laughs> and some steps <laughs> and railing. And we had both our bikes locked to the inside our gate okay. to the railing. And it was Gay Pride weekend. Dang it. And we were both sitting on the couch, right? We had French doors that opened up to the outside, to the porch. And we were both naked. Yuck. And I heard a noise. Why were you guys sitting or no, on the couch no, 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 naked? No, 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 no. I was in bed did naked. You, did and you na- have, like, towels over the couch so that, like, no, 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 none no. of I your was in bed. Like, I was oh, in okay. bed. Nancy was in the living room, and she goes. She's just completely she goes, naked? She goes, Nick, 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 there's, there's, there's some guy on the porch, on our porch. And I just ran out there. Naked? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and this guy 
is now on the bicycle, starting to ride out my gate. Did you follow him, Nick? Of course, no, but I, I did throw some underpants on, <laughs> and I chased him. Were they tidy whities They were not tidy whities They were, they were oh. boxer briefs. Okay. <laughs> I only wear okay. Heinz, Heinz boxer briefs. The idea of, like, okay, I've only ever seen you in, like, your Slayer gear with, like, <laughs> uh, you know, leather pants and, like, totally black everything. So I, don't, the idea, I don't have any leather pants, I, but... Uh, like, the, the idea of you running, like, I'm just imagining really pale white skin and, like, boxer briefs and your hair, like, flying in the wind. But I did chase the guy, and I caught him, <laughs> okay? okay? And I and I caught the guy. Actually, I'm sorry. I said, take that back. I didn't catch the guy. And so so uh, two, two weeks later, two weeks later, I'm okay. walking around the area, and I see him on her bike in what? front of Lauren Kitchen with a boombox in her basket. Oh, so I went up. That son of a gun. So, so I, I just walk up casually and go, hey, what's up, dude? And, and, and he's just like, hey, how's it going, bro? And he, get, and he gets off the bike <laughs> to, to talk to me. Were you still wearing your boxers, the same ones? No, oh. I was fully dressed. <laughs> okay. So the second he got off the bike, I jumped on the bike. <laughs> and I go, I go, this is my fucking bike, man. This is my girlfriend's bike. And he's and he started hitting me over the head with a boombox. Oh, like he was little using hitting. And there's the a whole patio of people there eating. And I'm telling everybody, somebody called 911. And nobody did. Like they, I don't they even, just all like did nothing. They did nothing. I didn't even know boomboxes still existed. He had a boombox. <laughs> like a battery, wow. a battery operated boombox. Wow, he and was he, serious. But you know what? I got that bike back. Did you get the boombox too? I did not get the oh. boombox. And he's like, that's my auntie's bike. I'm like, dude, yeah. we're going to go to our 911 calls and uh, let's see what we got this week. Got it. Engine one with police and ambulance, code three for a male hit in the head behind the precinct 19 North 4th Street at precinct one. Map 101 Echo, engine one for a male hit in the head behind a so that that call, I, I just amazes me. I don't know if you guys know if you're familiar with downtown Minneapolis. You know where the first precinct is. Uh, behind the first precinct is like uh, is uh, Sneaky Pete's and oh, that, a that's an active area. It's yeah, an active area, but but yep. to, to, for somebody to jump somebody and hit him in the head right behind the police, and there's uh, literally there's 20 police cars parked back there. Oh my even, gosh. even just the, and, and actually a bunch of police cars were broken into back there too. And they stole all the computers. Wow. So just just that people are that brazen. That brazen to jump somebody right that next to a police station. It's crazy. It's it's this is not crazy, it's stupid. It's stupid and crazy, but it's indicative of what yeah. we're looking at in that area. It is. It is. Yep. It is. And 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 I don't know why they don't have stronger force there. Well, we've talked about that yeah, a little bit. We, we can get into it more. Yeah, Let's listen to our yeah, other call though. Yeah. So this is, this is a pretty rare call. Skyways are pretty safe. They're, they are. They're in, in Minneapolis. St. Paul actually is opposite. St. Paul has a lot of Skyway crime. We have very, very, very little Skyway crime in Minneapolis. I've just, like, I, I guess the only things that I've heard were more like um, homeless people sleeping in the yeah, well, Skyways not and that's not like crime. peeing in them, but not, yeah, that's you not know. crime, though. That's just right. people surviving. That's just people surviving, yeah. right, but, but not legitimate St. Paul has Skyway muggings and beatings. Okay. Minneapolis does not. And, and, and I've never, I mean, I, I, I'm, as you know, I'm an avid police scanner listener, and I never hear a Skyway call. And 
Right, and this right. was one, and right? You, and, and in fact, in fact, I just saw a stat. I think this is our first one in a long in like the year, and I think St. Paul has eighteen of them. Wow, so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, you never hear the word Skyway in a, in a nine one one call. So our Skyways are safe. So if you do come down Minneapolis and you're here on the week, on and I let, let everybody know Monday through Friday, our Skyways are open till ten from six a.m. to ten p.m. at night. So you can hit the whole town till ten o'clock at night. And if you live downtown, it's actually a good curfew to get home for your work day, your That's school a good day, idea. to get yeah. home and by, by the Skyway calls. I take the Skyways every every week day and. Uh, it's my curfew. I see it's 9.30. I go, I got to get in the Skyway and get home. So, and I've never seen a problem in the Skyway. In interesting, except for this one, which is an interesting call. So, it's like really stressing us out right now. 5122, 5110, eight people were rolling dice in the lobby. Now they're out in the parking lot refusing to leave. I didn't know people still threw dice. I remember it was a... I did not know that either. I mean, you see it in the movies and some, some like, old, the real old Law and Orders, like the early, the, the first oh, season Law and Order. really good ones, or like the old, like, Murder, She Wrote. Like they're out there throwing dice on the curb. Yeah. But, uh, I actually remember as a kid people throwing dice on the streets, but but I haven't seen anybody throw dice But you're in like years. 150 years old, Well, not so. quite that old, but I, uh, I didn't know people, but who would call 911 for people throwing dice? Like why? Do you, why did. would they care? And so that's why that call but, happened. But why would they? Yeah. Why would anybody care if people were throwing dice? I don't know, really. In this I mean, day and age, right. you know, like with all the other things going on, like people and throwing you would, dice. You would like, think people would, would be way more complacent because all of the harder crimes going on that they would care less about somebody throwing dice. I think that too unless it was like some like nosy I mean, nancy we just sitting. had 30 some shots fired 10 30 in the morning the other day and somebody's calling 911 for somebody throwing dice yeah wait the 30 shots don't matter at all but like there are people out there throwing dice and yeah. i'm now i'm a- you're listening to minneapolis 911 we'll be back in a moment To the best of Minneapolis 911. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. This is Ellie Nick, my co-host Hesley Ray. I got a little bit of a rough of a sore throat. You have a sore throat. Well, it's not really. Actually, I take that back. I take it back. It's not sore. I went out last night, like lot, like everywhere downtown, and I talked to like a million people, so I kind of lost my voice. You 
are the mayor after dark. And so you have to go out there and you lose your voice because you're talking to people all the time. Well, you're talking in loud in loud atmospheres and it's tough. So I, I feel like you're bothering and, them. And I'm, and I'm like old. Maybe you're talking to them too much. No, they actually come up and talk to me. So I, I couldn't even, even, even eat dinner last night. What do they say to you? They just come up and say, hey, are you L.R. Nick? And I say, yeah. And they they just say, hey, we appreciate everything you're doing for the city, and we agree with you, and we need to fix this and fix that. And, or they ask me, or they say, can you get this fixed? And they so, agree with you so much, but what, what do they want fixed? Let's you know, mo- mostly I would say 10 out of 10 people all have the same issue. 10 about, out of 10? That's yeah, 100%. 100% all bring up violence that you can't walk, that we have a walkable city that you can't walk around in. I mean, downtown's we, a totally walkable city, but you can't walk around. We had uh, brought up an issue earlier about jaywalking, and, um, you know, like, the, you can't do that, but people do. And also a lot of other issues in the city uh, that are not being brought up in city council, but people are bringing them up to you because they like accost you in the bar. So you're like you're eating dinner and people are bothering you. Like, does it feel like a bother or do you feel like, thank God, people are coming to me? No, I'm appreciative that they come up to me. I mean, sometimes once in a great while I'll be annoyed. If they're annoying, um, but I'm annoyed right now. Most of the time, I appreciate it that somebody actually cares. But anyway, let's get on with the show. I have a lot to talk about this week. Um, I don't know if you saw a couple months ago, uh, CJ from the Star Tribune did a story on me about me complaining about Lake Calhoun getting a name change. So I caught another article this week that they plan on going ahead with that, which will cost millions of dollars in taxpayers' money, millions. And to me, we have so many bigger issues that we could use millions of dollars on, like put it into North Minneapolis instead of changing the name of the lake. That n- I, I can't find one person. I asked everybody I know, do you care that that guy owned a slave 300, 200 years ago? And everybody says, I, who, I could care less. No, and what do you do with all the businesses named Calhoun, like Calhoun Beach Club, Calhoun Square? Do, where you have to, they, they all have to change their name now because you're going to change the name of a lake? I, I think it's, it's a small amount of people that are complaining hard enough to get it done when the rest of the population could care less. And, and to spend millions of dollars to change the name of that lake, to me, is so ridiculous. We have such bigger fish to fry in the city of Minneapolis. So CJ has done a lot of, a lot of work on, her, on you. Do you feel like that she's doing uh, do justice? Does she, do you feel like that she's... Oh, CJ's only done one story on me. Start you being, like start I you being, feel like the, no, I've seen more than that. Not, not from her. Other, no. Other reporters, oh, okay. Other it's more. Yeah. But what do you think? That, I mean, what do you, what do you think about just because the guy owned a slave, owned slaves? Do you care that he owned slaves hundred some years you ago? You know, like we we've talked about this millions of times, and I I feel like like the best the best feedback that I've ever heard was actually from. Um, from somebody else who said that 
that let's name it after a different Calhoun. You know, like a, like there are many Calhouns out there. Let's just rename it after I, a different I, I think that'd be great. Calhoun. We don't have to change the signs. We don't have to change anything else. I think that's a very smart idea. I think it's a really smart idea. Because, but I, I, think, um, I think once you start opening up that door of you, you have to change the name of that lake because that guy had a slave. I mean, George Washington had slaves, so he already knocked down everything that's George Washington. I mean, every, every American president for the first 75 right. years had slaves. I mean, so what do you do? Close down everything with those names? You, I think this is this is how I see it. I don't think history should be rewritten because I think it should be a lesson for us to learn from our mistakes. So those should stay there for a reminder that how oh. many mistakes were made in America. And, and they that should actually resonates with me a lot. Right. So now, you know, we made that mistake. Don't do that. So don't you can't you, you can't erase history. You can't. You cannot. And, and, you, erase and, history. and you know what? You shouldn't because it's there for a reason. Right. And so their name then rename it after a new Calhoun. I think that's a great idea. Ray with L.A. Nick. We were just talking about the biggest meth bust and other things going on in the city but that was a big meth bust 140 pounds of pure mess seized in brooklyn park in brooklyn center and uh a man and a woman had it that's the largest mess bust in minnesota history i'd imagine 140 pounds is a lot of mess i, I mean i've never seen i, I weigh like 105 <laughs> pounds so i could imagine like two people bringing 140 pounds would be so the, a lot. I've, I've talked. Of to, I've talked. I've yeah. talked about this before. You know, the 35W. I believe it's 35W. Comes right from Mexico, straight up to Minneapolis. It's one straight shot. And I heard from other people that are in that world, in the drug world, that once you clear Texas. He's doing air quotes right now, yeah. right? Once you, so, like, radio listeners, you can't listen to this, but you can't see this, but he's doing air one, quotes. Once, once you clear Texas, you're pretty much home free till you hit Minneapolis. Which really is kind of scary. Because Texas looks for drug smugglers. They, they look for them. But we've, we've highlighted and, the fact that Chicago has been a hub prior to this. But you know what? It's changed. And, and I believe this because I, I'm watching all the facts. And, and with, with fentanyl, now with this big meth bust, I think that we're supplying Chicago. I don't think Chicago's supplying us. I think it's the other way around. What? Yes. And I think, I, don't, I think it's being sold more in Chicago, but I think it's coming here first. That, to me, seems highly unlikely. Well, well listen, just, take, just think about it. The, the freeway goes straight up from Mexico right to downtown Minneapolis. The two people caught this 140 pounds. What freeway? The th what's it, 34, 30, uh, 35, 30, 35W. It's one straight shot. So they go through one checkpoint, the, and then they're just one straight shot. free? Once they clear Texas. See, Texas, especially, so these two people that were caught were Hispanic, were, were from Mexico. So if you're okay. if you're Mex if you're two Mexicans guys driving through Texas, you're most likely to get stopped. I thought they were two Mexican or uh, Hispanic women. Nope, a man and a woman. Oh, okay. And then they, I thought they were caught at the Chicago O'Hare Airport. Which no, they were caught in Brooklyn Center. Okay. You're thinking of you're thinking of a different bus that happened 
earlier. Okay. And that was that was heroin. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're right. I'm that, thinking that was of a, a heroin different story. Bus. Okay. Yes. You're right. You're thinking of a different story. But that that this shows you how much drugs are coming into this area. I mean, between the it's now like now we're talking about two different stories, like you know, intersecting into each other, each other, which I think then makes me think we've got a big problem in Minneapolis. We have a big problem in Minneapolis, and, and I, I've been I've been studying this the the sentencing for this stuff. Like these people, they're going to get sentenced in 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 Hennepin County, and Hennepin County, for some reason, has lesser harsh charges for for drug crimes than any other county in Minnesota. Now. There's two, there's multiple ways you could think of this. Some of the judges see it more as a crime in rural areas. So if you go outside of Hennepin County, they see it as crime. And a lot of judges here see it as mental health issues or crime or, 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 or than, than criminal issues. They think of it as mental health issues that these people have a disease. So, so to me, if you're a drug dealer, you're not mentally, you don't have a drug addiction disease. You're a drug dealer. Do you if really you, think that, or do you think that Come they, on. How can you not? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have a naivete from being a Minnesotan neighbor. Like, native listen, and, listen. There's, like, a difference, yeah, there's a difference if you're a heroin addict and you're addicted to heroin than if you're smuggling 25 or 125 pounds of heroin in it to a hair airport to sell it. There's a difference there. I'm sorry. So I just like I think recently a watched the Amy Winehouse uh, documentary. Very sad documentary. Very sad. Very sad. But but very clear about that same thing. Hey, but where... she, actually, I don't. I don't cons- didn't, I wouldn't consider her a criminal. No, I wouldn't either. She needed help. Right, but if you're bringing it in to this country, you're a criminal. You're right. And and here's here's another thing. So if you're say say you 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 personally are heroin addict. You got hooked on heroin, and now you're a heroin addict. So you just being an addict, to me, sh- shouldn't be a criminal offense. You should go to rehab and get help. But right. but once you start committing crimes to get that heroin, once you start in robbing houses and robbing people, then, to me, you become a criminal. Yeah. There's n- yep, and, there, and there's, there's no excuse. Line. There's no yep. excuse. I have a disease. That's why I broke into your house and stole all your crap. Right. That yep. doesn't fly. You can say I'm a I'm a heroin addict. I need this help. This is like such a such an untouched topic. No one wants to talk about this. This is why we are doing the show. I I would feel like right now what you're saying is all the Amy Winehouses, all the Kurt Cobains, all of those people, they didn't commit crimes. Right, they didn't. They were addicted they were victims actually they were victims of drug dealers drug dealers of criminals they were victims of drug of criminals so now we're like buckling down on the drug dealers oh no but we're not we don't even have a drug task force but we don't have that anymore in the city of minneapolis and things are filtering through what you say it's starting in minneapolis yes i think i think the drugs i think people think everything's coming from chicago invading minneapolis I have to disagree because, and, and, I, and I have to disagree because I know people. One more, I'm Hustley Ray with L.A. Nick. You know, I do this uh, every, every week. We do a segment of things you probably didn't know about Minneapolis. And uh, this week's segment is everybody knows the famous Fauché Tower 
in downtown Minneapolis. I got caught in an elevator there once. I got caught in an elevator there multiple times. But uh, this is an interesting – that guy was a very interesting guy. Um, when he opened up the Foshe Tower, he invited 25,000 guests to the dedication of that building. And most of the people that he invited were cabinet members, senators, and congressmen. And they had topless dancers entertain each guest, and each guest got a gold pocket watch. Imagine this happening back in the 1920s and being in that building. The military gave it a 19-gun salute out on the street, out front of of that building when it happened. So he had... had, uh, he had some music that he conducted, and they played that that music. Uh, it was the uh, it was called the Washington the Washington Memorial March, and his his name was lit up around the whole building. Well, he had wrote a check for twenty thousand dollars for this whole thing, and that check bounced. So until the check was cleared, they turned off his name. Of the of the building, so he never he never and he he had two floors. I believe it was the twenty seventh floor and twenty fourth that were going to be his house. He never got to move into the building because the check never cleared. He never paid it in nineteen, and then that was in nineteen twenty nine. He never paid the the money, and then uh, the Great Depression came and things went downhill from there. And that building sounds like things went downhill for him before that, but well, yeah, well, he bounced the check, but but it's funny that 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 name stayed unlit all the way until the 80s when that when when somebody an investor came in and paid the estate that, that he owed the money ah, to and that's the 20 your grand. like fact of the city that's so depressing well, I, just, I i just feel like mary tyler moore would be shaking her head right now in shame well I just thought it was interesting that the guy had that a party like that kind of party twenty five thousand topless women entertaining like, each just guest entertaining yeah. each yeah and then, that was probably the last great party in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> you know what? I think you're right. So anyway, nineteen twenty five. Anyway, I caught this. Uh, I was I was you know I was last week I was in Philadelphia, and I went to a Burger King and they had <laughs> they had wait no wait no 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 like let's just pause for okay. one moment. L.A. Nick, you, like, right now I'm looking at you, and you're wearing a Megadeth T-shirt or, like, long-sleeve T-shirt, like, and tight-skinned pants. You have really long black hair and a nose ring, and I can't tell, like, behind the microphone what other rings you have, but you went into a Burger King. I did. In Philadelphia. To use the bathroom. To use the bathroom bathroom okay i i really want to hear what well i was surprised when i went about. in when, yeah. I, when i went i was i was worried that when i walked in and they say bathrooms for customers only and, and i and i particularly <laughs> i would be really worried if and, you walked and in. i particularly don't use don't eat public i don't eat fast food so i i and it was pouring down rain so i went in there to use the restroom and when i walked in there there wasn't any people behind the counter there was kiosk Oh, yeah, that's a new thing. So so when I came home yesterday, I saw Wendy's Nationwide is going full kiosk. Yeah, no more, no more employees. And they're all doing it because the, every people, these people want to make the minimum wage 15 bucks an hour. So and, and here's what gets me. You, a good job. Say you had a good job. 
You personally. <laughs> no, I don't. I, know, I, I know just you, work I know on you a don't. stupid podcast. I, I, I know you don't, but say you did have a good job. And say a good job, a good job, a $25 an hour job in America is a good is a pretty good job. So that now nice. so now you have a college degree and you're making 25 bucks an hour. Now all of a sudden some guy that's a, some person with a ninth, ninth grade dropout is making 15 and you're still making 25 after you invested eight years in college? How is that? Th- th- these Eight years? That seems to me, like a To me, time. something has to change. They have to figure out a way to... You can't go to college for four years and make the same as somebody minimum wage. All right. I'm still trying to like figure out in my brain right now. You walked in there to use the restroom. Right. And there was, no, there was kiosks, no people. But... You did use a kiosk. That means you did no, purchase I, no, no, something. No, no, I did not purchase anything. I just noticed the kiosk. I know that you did. I like, actually did. Like in my heart, I know that you're lying right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have to go to break. So, but I didn't eat Burger King. <laughs> I think you did. No, I didn't. I if I did, did, if I if I ever eat any fast food, <laughs> I would eat. I would just. I have... We'll be right back with more Minneapolis 911. Listening to the best of Minneapolis 911. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. This is Ellie Nick, my co-host Hesley Ray. From commercial from. I think Hesley drunk. <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't know how to do like this stuff. No, like, it's okay. So anyway, we're back from break, and we were talking about. Stop. We were talking about. You're gonna make me sound uneducated. Uh. Anyway, I'm just I'm just busting on you. We're coming back from break. Yeah, we're back from no, we're back we're from back break. from break. We're back from break. And here and we, we are and we, with you know Minneapolis nine one one with we, L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. We went to break and we, nobody, that's what they wanted me to say. No, nobody gives us no snacks or no nothing. I couldn't perform though. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking. What were we talking? We we're talking about fast food. You know, people you, give Viagra to men who can't perform. <laughs> I couldn't do that intro. They should give you something. They should give me something for yes. that, like some sort of, yeah, anyway. You don't, you, don't eat, you don't eat fast food, right? I, you know what? Every once in a while I do. I won't eat the breakfast. I have anorexia, so. Like, I eat breakfast at fast food. Yeah. Like I'll have a big breakfast at McDonald's. I really struggle with eating fast food or food in general, but. Um, You're getting past that, right? I'm getting past it. Yeah, yeah, slowly but surely. And 
And I feel like, you know, if if I were to eat at a fast food restaurant, I would kind of like a kiosk in a way just to make it less shameful. See, I can't. I don't think that way. So that's your in your head. <laughs> we would like to apologize to our guest, Mayor Betsy Hodges. We ran out of time. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Zachariah Putney and Dave Steuben. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.